to all the wounded healers, the visionaries, helpers, seekers, creatives, and heart-centered deep feelers. Welcome to the show. Prairie Visionary Soul is a weekly roundtable of love for the soul curious. Whether you're a coach or other practitioner or on your own path to healing, with real conversations about everything from mysticism to mindset, from our bodies to spirituality, from relationships, family and career, to connecting with our intuition and navigating tricky identity shifts. This is the place to come together, dig deep, laugh our asses off, heighten our self-awareness, and lift one another up as women, as wounded healers, as potent, courageous, visionary forces for good in our world. I'm Lisa Haddlestead, Master Coach and host of Prairie Visionary Soul, and I am so happy to get to spend this time with you today. Let's dive in. Hey, loves. How are you doing? <laughs> How are you all today? I am back after taking a little week-long break from recording podcasts. Um, I had some travel that did not work out. I was going to um, a live intensive training in Miami, which I was so craving because I live in northern Minnesota. It's been freezing here. The weather has been a little, little oppressive and I'm getting cabin fever. And um, what ended up happening is I um, I live close to Fargo, North Dakota, and that's where the, you know, that's the closest airport to me. So I drove to Fargo the night before because my flight was supposed to leave at 5.55 a.m. the next morning, um, stayed in a hotel, got to the airport, you know, really early, and it was one thing after another. <laughs> it really was. And um, long story short, um, a big storm system was moving through the Chicago area. My connecting flight was out of Chicago. And so I and, you know, dozens of other passengers with Florida plans, with Cancun plans, with, with travel plans, basically ended up sitting together at the gate for, oh my gosh, I think it was close to seven hours as flight after flight got delayed and, um, they kept telling us the next plane, the next, you know, in one hour, we're going to fly. And then we would wait that hour and never flew. And, um, you know, it's really interesting how we all kind of take on our various understandings of ourselves, or, or maybe just how we manifest a, a little piece of who we believe we are. Um, you know, it, I can't say that I was serene and peaceful through all of this, but I also wasn't angry. Um, I was maybe frustrated, I think frustrated and kind of um, like, <laughs> I don't know what the word is when you're kind of like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. But I also was um, found myself being a real caretaker. There were people on their way to their daughter's destination wedding. Um, there were people who had been waiting for their getaway to Cancun for two years and were finally able to. And with every delay, 
Um, the upset, the, the feelings got bigger, the feelings got bigger. And I found myself just, um, kind of playing the role of the normalizer of the, um, I don't know, like the, the caretaker, which I think in the instant, in that moment, in that time was really, really good for me. It got my mind off of my own, you know, I've been at this freaking airport since 3.30 this morning. I'm absolutely exhausted. I won't be able to travel to the live intensive if I don't travel today because it starts tomorrow morning. It, it just got my mind off of all of that and let me do what I do best, which is connecting with people um, and, and bringing a certain kind of energy that just wants to be there to hold space, to listen to offer comfort if comfort is what they're looking for, or just even commiserate. Um, so even though that was an aggravating experience for me <laughs> in many ways, it also was nice in a lot of ways. And I made some new friends and we laughed a lot. <laughs> um, humor is such good medicine sometimes when things are going pear-shaped for us. And um, I drove home later that day after the final, like they kept they <laughs> um, around, I can't remember what time it was, but at one point they said, this plane is definitely going to board. I'm just waiting for the other gate person to come from the restroom. And once they're here to help you, um, you know, check at the gate, we're going to go. The person came out of the bathroom <laughs> and the other person on the microphone said, we've just been told there's another two hour delay. And then he went, oh, five hour delay. And finally, finally said, and I don't think the plane is going to actually be leaving at all which released a lot of us who were locked into, oh, if I can just wait one more hour, oh, if I can just wait one more hour, it kind of released us to say, okay, I guess that's over. Because the problem was the longer everybody waited, even when it was just the small delays at first, the 30 minute delay, the 40 minute delay is other flights were already filling up. And so we were losing our place. And the only place guaranteed to us was the place on the plane we were supposed to board and then the connecting flight. Um, words are spells, right? <laughs> so we finally got released from the spell. And that's just what I want to talk about today. Um, yesterday, I had my second group call with my Tuesday cohort of um the Riverside group, such lovely, lovely people. And by the way, if you're hearing this, I'm running two cohorts. One is Tuesday mornings, or excuse me, Tuesdays at noon central. And the other is Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. central. And because I was supposedly traveling last week, the Thursday cohort is actually starting this Thursday, which will be tomorrow when this podcast drops. So 
If you've been wondering if the Riverside is right for you and it keeps coming up for you and it's sounding good, listen, even if it's already Thursday, even if it's Friday or the weekend, it is not too late to join. You can get hold of me at Lisa at lisahaddlestead.com or you can find me on Instagram at Lisa underscore Haddlestead or on Facebook at Lisa Haddlestead, send me a message. Let me know. I will tell you everything you want to know about the group. And if you want in, you're in, my friend. Not a problem. But anyway, in group yesterday, I was talking about words are spells. This is something I say all of the time. This language is not original to me. I didn't make it up. Our words that come out of our mouths are always casting a spell, usually over ourselves in one way or another, whether we recognize it or not. How we talk to ourselves about ourselves, about other things, how we talk to other people about ourselves, about them, about life, all of it. And all that means is that the more we say something, the more that we are embedding it within our, our um, experience, our neural pathways. So if I say about myself, well, I'm flaky, I really should have recorded a podcast last week, I was tired, and it's just, you know, it's my MO to be kind of flaky. I'm literally creating, I'm keeping myself under that spell of flakiness, if you get me, <laughs> right? When when the truth was last week, I was stressed out. I was tired. I knew my body was telling me, my soul was telling me, I just needed to let go of the rope for just a little bit and literally get my feet back under me. And when I listened to that, that's exactly what happened. I was able to attend the live group um, intensive online. Um, and serendipitously, a friend of mine had to go out of town because a family member had passed away. And I was able to use her lovely home to attend this group intensive online. And so I had her beautiful home all to myself. I had the solitude I needed. I was still able to attend the intensive and get all I needed from it but I had to stop casting the spell of should, I should be, and I'm flaky, and I'm this, and I'm that. So I just wanted to bring that back to your attention and, and bring your awareness to what is it that you say about yourself to yourself and to other people that you just believe is true. Because when I'm saying I'm flaky, what I'm actually talking about are actions I'm taking or decisions I'm making, like not recording a podcast last week or letting go of the rope in some other way. That is not who I am. It is something that I did. And I need to remind myself that I chose it with intention toward the greatest good of myself. So pay attention to those things that you tell yourself those things that you say about yourself in your own head and out loud and to other people. Anytime that you come in apologizing for yourself when no transgression has taken place, 
you are also casting a spell. We have this habit of apologizing. I'm sorry, but do you mind if I say something or I'm sorry? Like it was so funny. A couple of years ago, I was in um, the local Walmart. I was traveling the next day. Um, and the local Walmart was the closest place <laughs> where I could get a little travel suitcase because the handle on the travel suitcase I was using had um, broken. And so there was this couple, they were quite a bit younger than me, and they were so adorable, a young man and, and woman, and they had a shopping cart and they had their baby and the carrier in the basket part of the shopping cart. And they were coming down the aisle and I had pulled out because the display was just a mess, all of these suitcases off the shelves <laughs> to get to what I wanted. And they came down the aisle and I said, oh, sorry, I'll just move these. And they were like, oh, sorry, sorry, excuse us, excuse us. And I said, can you tell we're from Minnesota? We're so Minnesota nice saying we're sorry. And we all had a good laugh about it. And the funny part was that later in the same Walmart, I mean, this is in the same visit, I was going down the aisle with my shopping cart. And um, the the man of this couple had the shopping cart, I don't know where his his partner had gone. But we passed each other. And it was like, we both veered our shopping carts out of the way and went, sorry. <laughs> and it's it's just crazy. But we apologize for ourselves for a, a lot of reasons and that we don't need to, where no transgression has taken place. I always want to own any harm that I've done, even if it wasn't intentional, and apologize for it and mean it. But what I don't want to be apologizing for is taking up space and having things to say and being who I am. And those are things that I hear so many people apologizing for, especially women. And those little apologies are a spell that gets cast over us, right? Like I'm not good enough to take up space. I don't deserve to be where I am, how I am, as I am. Words are spells. So I'm just going to leave that with you. I know I'll be talking on this subject a lot more because it's just a um, unlimited source of <laughs> things to talk about. But what are you saying about yourself? What are you saying about yourself to yourself, to other people? What are you apologizing for? That has nothing to do with any type of transgression that needs to be owned and named and atoned for. What spells are you casting? And one last thing on that, on Instagram today, I put a graphic in. Um, I, I posted something that said it's working because it's working is a spell. And so is it's not working. And it's not working is something I hear all the time from practitioners and clients who are trying to make something happen. And things are not happening in reality, the way or the speed that this 
these individuals think it should. And so they say it's not working. And that my friends is casting a spell. It is always going to, that spell is always going to be manifested in reality. And how we know is feeling into ourselves, feeling into our body. When we're saying those words, it's not working. When I say that to myself, I feel disappointment. I feel this kind of needy desperateness. That kind of energy does not manifest something new into reality. What it does manifest is more of the not working. All right. Now I think I'm done with that topic. Um, let me know if you have any questions on that. You can reach out to me. It's always in the show notes how to get hold of me if you want to be part of the Riverside. Um, anything, reach out to me. I want to hear from you, mamas and daddies. <laughs> And um, just for the record, I just got off of Zoom doing an amazing interview with one of my favorite people and favorite teachers, Joanna Lindenbaum. Um, Joanna Lindenbaum is a facilitator of Sacred Depths practitioner, um, transformational practitioner. Um, oh my gosh, my brain is going numb here. Anyway, Joanna teaches practitioners beautiful ways to work with their clients and work within their own business um, in her program, Sacred Depths. And we talked about ritual. It was absolutely amazing. I can't wait to air the episode. It's probably going to air in a couple of weeks. I'll keep you posted on that. And two weeks ago, I also um, interviewed Danielle Cohen, who is a photographer and visibility mentor. I cannot praise Danielle enough. Working with her has transformed my life, as has working with Joanna Lindenbaum. So I've got two great conversations that you're absolutely going to love. Watch for them coming up. And in the meantime, if you're going to be casting spells anyway, which you are, cast some spells that you want the results of. That's what I got for you today. I love you so much. Talk to you next week. Bye. You've been listening to Prairie Visionary Soul Podcast with Lisa Haddlestead. I'd love to hear about anything that resonates with you from today's or any past show. Join me on Instagram at Lisa underscore Haddlestead to be part of the community conversation or visit me at lisahaddlestead.com to learn more and sign up for my email updates.